Hey, Franks, Tim back here with you. As you probably know, I am in the middle of a sideshow exclusive week of programs. I certainly do miss you, though. If you're thinking about signing up for the Sideshow, now's a great time. In addition to yearly lifetime memberships on sale for only $59.99 for the next few days, we've also got a sale on monthly memberships. That's right. If you sign up right now, you can grab a monthly membership for only $5.99. Check out superfreaksideshow.com for more information. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Hope to see you over there. Now, something we've been doing on Thursdays is playing a classic edition. I usually start the day with a best of show and then post a brand new episode later in the day for Sideshow Freaks. And this week is no different. And I thought I might as well post the best of show over here on the uh, the normal distorted view feed as well. As for today's best of show, I was thinking, uh, you know, April Fool's Day this year falls on Saturday. We won't be doing a show, so why not relive one of my favorite April Fool's Day shows? Uh, this one's from 2014. Huge thanks goes to Corey for making this all happen. Longtime listeners of the show will remember when uh, the, the entire podcast was outsourced to India. I believe this is the only episode in the history of DV not hosted by me but hosted by some foreign dude named Raj. You're actually getting a twofer here. In addition to the outsourced Indian version of Distorted View Daily, afterwards, I did a proper episode of DV hosted by yours truly, so I will play that as well for you. Guys, I miss you so much. I can't wait to be back doing episodes for you freaks. I'll see you back on Monday, hopefully sooner, if you take advantage of the uh, the Sideshow discounts we got going here. Sign up right now, superfreaksideshow.com, and enjoy these best of programs. Jagu, jagu, jagu. Hey, freaks. It's Tuesday, April 1st, 2014. Coming up on the program today, you've heard of farm readers, but what about poop readers? Plus, making porridge from your hormone and crapping from your dick hole? All this, plus your voicemails today, on the Distorted View Show. This is fucking retarded. My cunt is fucking burning. You know what it is! Do you like this? Crystal mass loosens up your butt hole. Lay that wet pipe in my rectum. Hey, freaks! It's your media darling Taj Hunjan. And as you can probably tell, my voice has changed slightly. Since I've been struggling for cash the past year, I have decided to outsource the show to Chennai, India, where frankly, I can just pay them like dirt and then I can finally pay some bills around here. It's the same great show, but more Jagu. Listen, I've got a great program for you. First up, I have a clip from a compilation of nasty ghetto sex. And my favorite scene from this video is a black girl sucking some white dick when the unexpected happens. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> oh Jesus god. She's puking porridge on his penis and she won't stop. It just keeps coming out. Oh no, oh Jesus. This cock wasn't that big. Are you done? I think she's done. Now, Majay. No, no, you're a disgusting disgrace. All right. If this is your first time listening to Distorted View, welcome to the stupidity. You know, the other day on the podcast, we talked about Jackie Stallone reading asses, like a palm reader would read palms. Basically, you send Jackie Stallone a picture of your ass and like $600, and she will look at your left and right butt cheeks and your ass crack and then tell you your past, present, <laughs> and future. And if you thought that was insane, you haven't heard anything yet. I want to introduce you to a professional scatomancer. It's kind of the same idea as Jackie Stallone, but instead of reading butts, he reads your feces. Yes, a lot of secrets rely within your poop. I've got a clip here. Well, what we're going to do today is a, a sacred art called Scatomancy. And so it's similar to um, reading tea leaves or scrying, <laughs> but I'm actually going to be reading your fecal matter. Which arms out? It's a lost art. You know, it's lost for a reason. No one wants to find this art. Some things are better left lost. 
how do we go about extracting this nugget for you to read? <laughs> so what I'd like you to do is go ahead, go into the restroom, and when you're done, please don't flush. He's going to read it in right in the toilet? It really is like reading tea leaves. I could, listen, this is, come on, we're, we're getting to the bottom of it. Literally. Leroy. Yeah. How long is it going to take you? Yeah, well, I can totally understand this. When I was growing up in Delhi, I had to get a physical for like uh, school or something. And this goddamn nurse was standing right by the door and I couldn't piss. I got pee shy even though there was no one in the room with me. So I can totally understand. It's an old man trying to shit. He's he's the one who's actually going to have his poop read. This old guy doesn't know what the hell is going on. He's confused. Why is this black man wanting to read my poop? Yeah. Well, I can't do this on command. Just hurry up. This is all a part of a documentary. This has to go on air on TLC, right? After the new episode of Honey Boo Boo. It's an hour of shit, a shit block. <laughs> it didn't take long at all, did it? So guys, are you alright? Yeah. Wait right here. I'm gonna go and grab it and I'll be right back. No, I don't like the way he said that. He's going to grab it. Like, he's actually going to stick his hand in the ball and pick up the turds. I think what he's actually doing is using a ball and like scooping out some water and turds. And we see that there. They blur out the poo, but you can sort of see it still. Very fragrant, apparently. P.U. So, you're in a transition right now. Are you kidding me? The nuggets suggest... The, the terminology, really? You're going to use the words nuggets? That you support a friend or family member in a project. The longer one, shaped like a cigar, suggests that leadership, strength. (laughs) That's a healthy turd. That's what that signifies. Length, longevity. You know what I see when I look at turds? This guy is eating a lot of fiber. That's all you can tell from reading turds. You have a heavy corn-based diet going on. He's gonna gonna pick that up with your hands. You have to get into it. Oh my god! He's actually picking up the poop! Look! You can't just tiptoe around scatomancing. Oh! And he's smelling it! What what, would it smell, really? Like, what? The stronger the the aroma, the more accurate the prediction. Yeah, like the force is strong with this turd. And you can tell by the scent. This is insanity! This can't be a real thing. Is this an onion video or something? It's your right. You should go across this country. You should travel. That's what his poop is telling him. That's my prediction for you. Try some new cuisines. Leroy, thank you so much for coming. And thank you. It was a real pleasure fondling your crap. All right. The poop reader's name is S.S. Singh. He's a professional scatomancer. Scatomancer is a name given to people who predict the future by analyzing, or I guess in this case it'd be analyzing, fecal matter. This is all featured in the documentary Journey to Planet Sanity. Apparently, the two men go on a journey together. I have no idea what this movie is about. I would much rather watch two hours of this black dude fondling poop and trying to find meaning in it. Alright, so that's what's happening with Journey to Planet Sanity. Oh my god, Patrick Mitchell is calling in from Skype. Okay, I need to end this once and for all. Hello? Hello? Daddy? Why are you calling me Daddy? Yeah. What's up, honey? You want to come Friday so we can be alone? Can I what? You want to come Friday so you and I can be alone? Hell yeah. Your son needs his dick sucked. You need to drain these balls. I do? Hell yeah. I want to see your face. I'm going to make you feel real good. What do you like? Do you like your dick sucked? Or do you like a little ass play? I don't care what you do to me. Ah, I kind of figured that. Anything goes with you, huh, daddy? Yes, honey. Oh. Can you call me Pookie? I like that better than honey. Pookie. Pookie. I'm your Pookie bear. What can I call you? Pumpkin. What? Pumpkin. What is your nickname? Pumpkin. Pumpkin. So I'm Pookie and you're Pumpkin. Wow. That is adorable. Yeah. Okay, listen. I got to go now. 
I'll see you on Friday. Bye. Okay, listen. I don't have enough time for this bullshit. All right. That was my daddy, Pumpkin. All right. Let's get into the crazy, bizarre, twisted, fucked up news right now. Let's do three quick stories and then we'll get the hell out of here. First up, a Delaware man has filed a suit against doctors. Why you ask? He claims a horrific surgical mix-up, my favorite kind of mix-up on distorted view, has left him urinating feces. Holy shit! Can you imagine pissing poop out of your dickhole? Your dickhole is very small. My turds, I don't know about yours, but mine are very large. That can't feel good. And he was discharging urine from his bowels? What kind of crazy mad scientist was working on him? According to the lawsuit filed in Delaware, Joseph Swain of Dover had an operation intended to reverse a colostomy, basically a procedure that shunts feces matter away from the rectum and into a bag attached to the patient's body. So the doctors hooked up some tubes wrong basically. A colostomy is often used as a temporary measure to allow patients to recover after certain colon surgeries or injuries. Reattaching the colon to the rectum should have returned Swain's bowel function back to normal. But the lawsuit states that the doctors botched the job by stapling Swain's colon to his bladder instead of the rectal stump. Oh, the fact that there is something called a rectal stump is fantastic. This mistake caused the patient to experience diarrhea out of his cockhole as well as passing gas and liquid stool from the penis. Wait a second, he was farting from his cock? <laughs> Can this story get any better? Every time he squeezed his dick, every time he jerked off, he would fart from his penis. He peeved, he queefed out of his penis. <laughs> Alright, he has since had follow-up surgeries to correct the problem. I would hope so. In addition to the potential for infection, the lawsuit alleges that the man suffered severe pain and suffering, disfigurement and embarrassment and adds that the episode has also affected the companionship with his wife. Yeah, I mean if I was this man's wife, I would not want that cock anywhere near me. I sure as hell wouldn't blow him cause you know, if you suck too hard, some turds are going to come out. And I don't want that thing in my pussy either. What a nightmare. I don't think there is any question that the reversal of the colostomy when this occurred caused the problem, said the attorney representing Swain in the lawsuit. It strikes you, you think, how in the world can this happen? You think, can it really be true? The attorney representing doctors involved in the case maintains that the complication was not a result of a medical error. Really? Why else would you shit from your cock? But just an unfortunate consequence of the colostomy reversal? So there you go. That's what's happening in Delaware today. Moving on, a lot of shit talk on today's episode and we are not done yet. Second story comes from Georgia. I can't get in a car and go to the store and I don't have anyone to bring me anything, says Cincera Edwards. She's got to be black with a name like that. Completely blind, she relies on others for her most basic needs. I don't have anyone to bring me a meal once a week or once a day or every other day, says Edwards. What the fuck does that mean? That's such a weird way of saying you have no one to bring you meals. I don't have someone to bring me food once a week or once a day or three times a day or every eight hours or seven days a week, three times, 365 days a year. What the hell is this woman talking about? She receives hot meals several times a week from a local senior center. After a recent delivery, when she reached into the bag, she said she found something that was not on the menu. Now knowing what you know about today's episode of DV, guess what was on her plate? Shitburgers, I don't know what it was all in my hand. It was mushy and I smelled it and I said, Oh my god, human feces. She says she grabbed for the nearest thing she could find to wipe it off. I got the bleach and dishwasher and hurried up and washed my hands, says Edwards. She called 911 and filed an incident report. I would love to get my hands on that 911 call. 
she contacted the senior citizen which distributes the meals they came in and apologized and brought me something else for lunch but i didn't eat it probably a good idea they told me they would investigate it and get back to me instead they called that monday and said how was the food did you eat it all eat your food lick up your lit every little morsel of poo eat the poo poo Eat the poo poo. Eat the poo poo. Except eating the poo poo. All right. Wednesday afternoon, we went to the center looking for answers. The food coordinator told us she could not comment, but did direct us to the country's risk management department. Edward says the whole situation just makes him nauseous. Very disgusted. Very disgusted. She says she hopes the person responsible for this sick joke is caught soon. So here you go with another shit story. Now after what? 9 years of doing this podcast, we finally hit the shit trifecta. There's nowhere else to go freaks. We have done it all. It's time to pack up. This is the last episode of Distorted View. There's no way I can top this. 3 shit stories? You got to be kidding me. All right. The next story is all about poop pills. Yes, doctors have created poop pills that transfer feces from healthy people into the guts of patients with infections. Doctors have found a way to put healthy poop into pills that can cure serious gut infections, a less invasive way of carrying out feces transplants. Canadian researchers tried this on 27 patients and cured them all after strong antibiotics failed to help. It's a gross topic but a serious problem. Half a million Americans get C. diff according to a 15 year old study. The germ causes nausea, cramping and diarrhea. At least you're not shitting out of your dick, right? Things could always be worse. Can you imagine asking someone to provide their crap? Excuse me, are you healthy? Would you mind shitting in a bucket for me? Recently, studies have shown that feces transplants given infected people stool from a healthy donor can restore that balance, but they are given through expensive invasive procedures like colonoscopies or throat tubes. There are even YouTube videos on how to do a similar treatment at home via an enema. <laughs> You're basically inserting someone else's shit up your butt. A study in a medical journal of a small number of these do-it-yourself cases suggests the approach is safe and effective. Dr. Thomas Louis, an infectious disease specialist at the University of Calgary, devised a better way: a one-time treatment custom-made for each patient. Donor stool. That's a thing. You can donate for money. That's easier than jizzing in a cup. Mmm, donor stool. Usually from a relative is processed in the lab to take out food, <laughs> corn and extract the bacteria and clean it. It is packed into a triple coated gel capsules so they won't dissolve until the they reach the intestines. Days before starting the treatment, patients are given an antibiotic to kill the C. diff. It takes 24 to 34 capsules to fit the bacteria needed for the treatment and patients down them in one sitting. Dr. Louis sees potential for the poop pills for other people with out of whack gut bacteria such as hospitalized patients vulnerable to antibiotic resistant germs. This approach to me has wide application in medicine he said. So there you go. You must just be getting prescriptions in the near future for poop pills. That my friends is your distorted news for Tuesday. Let's do a couple of voicemails and get the hell out of here. Hey Tim, first time caller. Uh, mm, my name is now Taj. I know I'm kind of late on this, but you were talking about how to identify retards by the fact that they can't say finger, they say bingo. Right. I have another. Any word ending with er is a real problem for the retards. One for you and all the other listeners. Um, shake your hand. I've noticed that retards for some reason have extremely soft hands. <clears throat> I have rough hands. And they, uh, I don't know why, but. I have a theory about that. It's because they love to masturbate. Oh. Retards are very sexual creatures. I know this because there was a kid at my school. This guy is like the retard authority. He, whenever in the bathroom, like after lunch, he'd always be jerking off on the toilet. He's an absolute love and magic. It wasn't just a once a week or twice. Are you kidding me? 
he was masturbating while singing Love and Marriage. It was a, the theme song to Married with Children. So, the reason I think their hands are so soft is because whether they're male or female, they masturbate all the time. Oh, I see. Ramming it in there, jerking their penis off. Yeah, yes. So, you know, then their tartar sauce gets all over their hands. Yeah, well, I bet you their hands smell too. Because they just have a feeling that they don't wash their hands. That's probably why their hands are smooth. When you wash your hands a lot, that will dry out your hands. The Tards, I'm thinking, probably don't have the basic hygiene down. And they're blowing their nose into their hand or putting their hands in their fucking pants, scooping up their ball sweater, ass juices. So yeah, just a little tip for you and everyone else. Yeah, that makes more sense. Retard hands are soft and clammy. Hey, Chimaboo. This is Loyal Freak Mr. Threepwood here. And it's my birthday. Oh, hey, congratulations. Um, but if you could, at the end of whatever show this is, you sing for me because I love your voice. It was beautiful. Thanks. Uh, either your version of I'm Blue, Da Boo Dee Da Boo Die, because it makes me laugh, or uh, Aquarius by the, I don't know, the fourth dimension or whatever they were. You mean the fifth dimension? Uh, that'd be awesome. Love you, Tim. Keep up the good work and hopefully soon I will be able to pay you lots of money. Oh, that would be great. I would love that. See, he mentioned money so now I have to do whatever he wants. You listen up. Here's a story about a little guy that lives in a blue world and all day and all night and everything he sees is just blue like him inside and outside. Blue is his house with a blue little window and a blue corvette and everything is blue for him and himself and everybody around cause he ain't got nobody to listen I'm blue, daba di da da bai, da daba di da ba dai, daba di ba da dai, da daba di da ba dai, daba di ba da dai, da daba di da ba dai, daba di ba da dai. Daba di da ba dai, daba di ba da dai, da daba di da ba dai, daba di ba da dai, da daba di da ba dai, daba di ba da dai. Okay, just one more voicemail. I need to wrap up this show to work out my other job in telemarketing at Lenovo. Yes, caller? Jagu, Jimmy Boo. Jagu. This is solid. Haven't called in a while, but you know, you know how it is. Oh, I think I have a bad connection here in Chennai. Okay, I can't kid you. I just don't want your calls. Fuck you. Who's next on the voice line? I just got done having my dick sucked by an obese Latin woman. And my first initial thought afterward, after I take her back home, and she's completely fucking mangled, and her throat will probably be sore the next day, was to catch up on TV and get a crispy potato soft taco from Taco Bell. Oh, <laughs> I'm kind of excited about this Taco Bell breakfast. That waffle taco is calling out to me. Blowjobs, Taco Bell, distorted view. It doesn't get any better. Say we have a PO box, 4051 Dublin, Ohio 43016. I have no idea how I will be getting the mail since I'm now broadcasting from Chennai. And besides, I'm still getting tons of mail from the last guy who had that PO box. And it's some Indian guy named Ghaul, spelled G-H-O-O-L. And he gets a lot of religious shit. And I don't even know what religion he is. And then he gets Lane Bryant catalogs. And I bet you he jerks off to the Lane Bryant catalogs. Wait a minute. I know Gaul. I think I might know him. Mr. Tim Henson. For I am Gaul. I am Gaul. Gaul. Not only do I have access to your mailbox, but I still read your mail. The little amount of fan mail you receive. And yes, I have been masturbating to the plump woman of Lane Bryant. There are no plump women in India. They are all just bones. They are nothing like all American women. Those morbidly obese heifers grazing cappuccinos, cinnabones, sausage gravy biscuits, and sticks of butter at local strip malls. Yes. I bait my penis. Muffin tops get me off. That is why your mail is so difficult to open. My hands are so sticky. 
I've been watching you, Henson. This show is now mine. All mine. You're never getting it back. Just try and find me with a gazillion people over here. Didn't you realize something was peculiar about that name, Ghol? Go Wikipedia that shit, Ghol. The definition is a folkloric monster or spirit associated with graveyards and consuming human flesh. I'm coming for you, Mr. Henson. I'm gonna eat you. I'm gonna eat your flesh while jerking off to Lane Bryant catalogs. Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Excuse me. I should really finish up the show. That is all the time we have on this edition of show. Want you guys to email me show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you 206-666-4463. That's 206-66. Oh God. As in, oh God. Spread the distortion. Tell everyone about the podcast. Don't forget to rate us and review us on iTunes. I'll see you back tomorrow for the Wednesday show. Until then, have a great day. Wait a minute. Let's cut the Western bullshit music. Let's get something more appropriate for this new show. You got mud on your face, you big disgrace. Kicking your can all over the place. Singing, we will, we will rock you. Wait a minute, what other clips are on this Leroy computer? Those crazy ethnic people. Oh really, huh? You son of a bitch, Henson. I will have my revenge on you if it's the last thing I do. Jago! 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 Jago, Jago, Jeevi Jago, Jago, Jeevi Jago, Jago, Jeevi Jago, Jago, Jeevi Jago. Jago, 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 Right to remain silent is the only thing to worry about right now. You're never gonna learn. If I had these cuffs off right now, I would teabag
eyes, the steam comes pouring back into my eyes, my ears, my nostrils, my mouth, like a horrific rape scene stuck on repeat. I saw the new cocky bomb as it came over the sky. The powerful, the powerful blast ejaculated through the streets so fast there was no time to react. In no short time, the windows on the stairs exploded like an ocean tidal wave. The taste of salt violated my mouth and burned the back of my throat. We were being blasted with semen into my face. Fire comes dropping fucking loads. I wanted to collapse, to lose my mind in the terrible nuclear bukkake storm. I might have died right then and there, sobbing in a pool of sperm and AIDS. Peanut butter AIDS. The odors permeated my nostrils, and I immediately brought my hand to my face to cover my mouth. The only way to describe it is like the cheapest mushroom Alfredo you have ever had, left to rot in the fridge for several months. I am glad you are safe and far, far away from here. I wish I could be with you, your husband, Brent Spiner. If tomorrow all the things were gone, working for all my life, and I had to stand again with just my children and my wife, I think a lucky start. I've been loving this today, cause there's a flag still standing for freedom, and that can't take that away. American, that we can, that we can. Second, time zones are a real bitch. Coming up on the program today, Princess Leia gets eaten out by Chewie. Plus, mmm, strawberries and cream and shit. Also, a hyena is chewing off your dick, and you're okay with this? And falling in love is hard on the knees. Gwaggle, gwaggle, gwaggle. All of this plus your voicemails on an extended episode of Distorted View Damage. 
Matson with you back for the. Okay. All right. Hey, Freaks, Tim Matson with you back for the Tuesday. It is me. It's Tim. It's not Taj. I'm podcasting from the U.S. of A. The U.S. of A. My experiment to outsource the program to save money was a huge disaster. It somehow ended up costing more than a typical episode of Distorted View Daily produced here in Ohio. I don't understand. I had to pay Taj a fee, right? He had a salary. Then I was billed for his internet usage. And they're on 2,400 baud modems over there in India. And so it, it took about seven hours to watch one YouTube video. There was a lot of buffering going on. I don't know how these people live over there. You got famine, deformed babies due to companies polluting water. Top it all off, you can't even stream new episodes of House of Cards. There's no such thing as high def in India, believe it or not. You can't watch stuff in 720p or 1080. The highest they got is 144. It's like using flipbook animation to watch television. All right. Oh, and then to top it all off, now Lenovo is pissed off at me. In addition to his hosting duties at Distorted View, Taj, as you heard yesterday, works at Lenovo, or worked at Lenovo. We'll come to find out someone from Dell listened to yesterday's program and poached Taj from Lenovo. They offered him a job as a as level two tech support operator. And Taj, of course, is no dummy. He accepted the job, but Lenovo's upset. I'm getting it from all sides. And Taj posted the show a day early. Because of the time zone difference. It's been one giant clusterfuck. So I, uh, until I can think of a better solution, I'm stuck doing this stupid program for you idiots. Actually, I got to say thanks to Corey. Uh, earlier this year, Corey, I talked to Corey on the phone and uh, he had an idea about uh, outsourcing an episode of DV. And we thought it would be a great idea for a an April Fool's Day show. And then uh, I really did screw up. <laughs> With the dates, I kind of thought yesterday was April Fool's Day. I forgot March had 31 days. What happened was during the weekend, I started planting the seed. I was start- on Facebook. I started posting a lot of India-related stuff, like funny pictures and stuff. And then I changed my uh, picture, my profile picture, and shit like that. And then I realized, oh wait, on Monday it's not April Fool's Day. I'm gonna have to wait till Tuesday. But then I thought, you know, it'd be kind of funnier because everyone's expecting me to do something on April Fool's Day. Uh, I think every year we do something stupid on April Fool's Day. So I'll uh, catch you guys off guard and post it on Monday. And that's exactly what I did. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, Corey deserves so much praise for all of the uh, the shit he uh, came up with. He uh, he. What he did was he found some episodes of Distorted View Daily, transcribed it. And send it off to this uh, voice guy, who who I, I think he's an amateur voice guy, actually. But he was willing to make fun of the Indian people and say all sorts of horrible things. He was one of, like, three people. <laughs> only, three, only three people were willing to record the insane shit that I say on a daily basis. If you would like to th- uh, say thanks to Corey for all of the hard work he put into this stupidity, you should definitely surf on over to buttfudgesunday.com. The site has been relaunched for a very limited time. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but Butt Fudge Sunday was taken down last year. Corey deleted it, and uh, now it's back up for a short time. So you can purchase all of those great albums. If you like the remixes I feature on DV that Corey's done, uh, chances are they're on some of his albums, including uh, WTF, What the Fudge, Crapocalypse, uh, the self-titled Butt Fudge Sunday. Uh, so there's a bunch of stuff. Go to buttfudgesunday.com, uh, buy these digital albums, support Corey and the fine work that he does, and uh, happy April Fool's Day, freaks. Real quick, before we get into Sextastic Tuesday, a caller into the voicemail line said something very strange. He said, I feature a lot of women gagging on cocks, but not men. Because guys do it better. Am I right, guys? Uh, what? So, uh, today, while I was looking for stuff to share with you, I said, you know what? I'm going to find a guy who could really gag on some dick. Take a listen. This guy is very good. 
He's one of these like submissive sluts who likes to be degraded and humiliated. He writes the word fag and slut on his bare chest and just does weird things on video. Like one of my favorites is he takes a cup of noodle. You know, like those uh, microwavable soups or whatever. Uh, you just add water and you warm it up, right? Uh, instead of water, he pisses in it and then drinks the cup of piss. Cup, cup of piss. I'm going to try turning that into another one of my amazing animated gifts. so be on the lookout for that. Here's some more cock gagging. You can take it, buddy. Come on. Oh. <laughs> Going back for more. Oh. This guy's really having some trouble. <laughs> he might be speaking Klingon. It's very it's a harsh language. Well. I wonder if that's how Gene Roddenberry came up with uh, the Klingon language. Inspired by cock gagging. Let's get into Sextastic Tuesday. You know, it's been uh, almost, what, two months since we've done a classic edition. I thought, okay, let's revisit an old favorite. It's time. And I thought, you know, there's been a lot of talk about the new Star Wars movies. Episode 7 is coming, directed by J.J. Abrams. The thing is, though, the the, uni- the Star Wars universe is so huge, and the fans are so rabid. There's never a shortage of story. I mean, there's there's cartoons, right? There are comic books, uh, novels. There's a lot of material out there, and some of it is fan-created. And on today's Sextastic Tuesday, I'm going to read to you a piece of erotic literature from a galaxy far, far away. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Sextastic Tuesday. It's Sextastic Tuesday. That's right. Today's Sextastic Tuesday is Star Wars. Han Solo is at the controls with Luke assisting him as the Falcon makes a series of hyperspace jumps. Pew, pew, pew. I will be providing all the sound effects for this sci-fi adventure, by the way. While they are well beyond the reach of Imperial fighters, it will be hours before they reach their destination planet Volva in the Labia galaxy. Chewbacca has gone to rest in his quarters. You know what that means. Little Wookiee masturbation time. Princess Leia makes her way back towards the crew's quarter. Despite her cool, regal exterior, she is seething with a molten, almost (laughs) ungovernable lust. Her pussy is soaking wet beneath her white robe. I love it because you know the guy who wrote the story is a big Star Wars nerd and jerks off to this shit. She has sought the help of C-3PO earlier, but he has informed her that, regrettably, neither he nor R2-D2 are programmed or equipped to be sex droids. She has also discovered, to her chagrin, that the Millennium Falcon does not have an orgasmatron. Orgasmatron. This is Star Wars, not Barbarella, for Christ's sakes. You peddle that shit to Jane Fonda. By the way, I love the line describing the robots being neither programmed nor equipped to be sex droids. You're not going to find any jackrabbits in R2-D2's glove compartment. There will be no hopping up and down on the clit. Princess Leia stands before the door of Chewie's cabin and presses her finger against the small scanner. It opens with a whisper. Chewie, like I said, I'm going to be doing all the sound effects. Chewie is lying on his back on his bed, looking at what may be Wookiee pornography. He looks up in surprise, but Leia motions with her finger to her lips for him to be quiet. Leia walks to him. To him. I think that was an author error. Yes, Leia walks to him. To him. Slipping the robe off and sitting down next to him. To him. She's wearing neither space panties nor a space bra. Leia says, Chewie, you've got to help me. I am so fucking hot, and I think I'm going to lose my mind. I need you. Chewie lets out a large... (laughs) That wasn't a very good Wookiee impression. Okay, that's better. I'm a mommy. All right, thank you, CB. Leia's hands move between his hairy legs and finds the fur-covered sheath that encloses his penis. Please, Chewie, you're my only hope. (laughs) She slowly strokes him. Mmm, Chewie, is it true what they say about Wookiees? 
chewy scarlet penis slowly emerges from his sheath, long and thick and glistening. Chewie's got some pre-cum. She watches, fascinated, as it extends to its full length. It's about a foot long, with a tapered tip and a large knot near the base as thick as her wrist. Leia says, oh my god. Excitedly, she bends forward and takes the tip of it into her mouth, stretching her lips around it and moving them over the sensitive ridges of his penile flesh. He puts down his magazine and bleats again as she sucks him. Her fi- I'm a moment. Her fingers fondling his alien testicles. Leia's head bobs as she eagerly nurses on his cock, slurping noisily on it. After a moment, he reaches down and holds her head. <laughs> true porn fashion, and begins thrusting into her mouth. He's chewy as face-fucking Leia. It's no way to treat a princess. By the way, I have to say thanks to John Williams for the wonderful music today. Thanks, John. He's performing it live for today's Sextastic Tuesday. Suddenly, Chewie bleats. There's a lot of bleeding going on. And begins pumping spurt after spurt of slimy cum into her mouth. She raises her head in surprise, and his cock escapes, spewing cum like a geyser all over her face. No, Chewie! Not yet! I needed you to fuck me! Oh, God! It's too late. His greenish cum... Now, how do Star Wars nerds know that Wookiee cum is green? I wonder if that's the type of question that George Lucas gets while he's walking on the street. Hey, George Lucas! What color is Wookiee ejaculate? Green? Okay, thank you. I'm running a story. Maybe this information is um, available at the official Star Wars Encyclopedia. I don't know. All right. Uh, yes, his greenish cum is erupting in volcanic splendor. Ooh, majestic. Splattering all over her face as she strokes him. Disappointed and frustrated, but still wanting to give him pleasure. His cum continues to pump out, covering her face until it's bathed in dripping with it. But Leia hasn't reckoned with Wookiee's physiology. Unlike humans, they recover from orgasm almost immediately. As soon as the viscous spurts began to ebb, Chewie grabs Leia with his hairy paws and pushes her over onto her hands and knees on the bed. He leans forward and begins lapping at her dripping wet cleft with his long, thick tongue. It slithers wetly all over her pussy and her anus, and she groans and shivers with pleasure. I like how Han Solo and Luke are performing hyperspace jumps, trying to get them to safety. Meanwhile, Leia can't stop thinking about her dripping cunt and fucks a Wookiee. Isn't that just like a woman? Where are we at here? Oh, yes. Chewie feasts on her, his tongue sliding against her clit, thrusting up deep inside her, exploring every inch of her sex. Oh, yes! Chewie, lick me! Oh, God, I'm gonna come! Ah! Chewie laps at her quivering little clit bud. Tim Henson, sci-fi sex foley artist. All right, Chewie laps at her quivering little clit bud, lashing at it with his heavy, muscular tongue, and Leia explodes into a tumultuous orgasm, leaving her trembling with pleasure. His cock, which has never fully retracted, is now extended again to its ultimate rigid length. He moves up and thrusts at her, holding her tightly with his paws. He misses his mark, his cock glancing off her clit. Then it slithers up against her asshole as he seeks his goal inexorably. At last, in desperation, Leia reaches back and guides his thick cock into her vaginal opening. He bleats as he... As he buries it inside her, and he began hunching against her, fucking her hard, and driving her fast like a gigantic dog. Leia is in heaven. Oh, Chewie, that's it! That's it! Fuck me! Chewie fucks her relentlessly as his glistening red rod is thrusting in and out of her. The knot at the base thrust against her labia and her clit, slipping further inside her with each of his thrusts, stretching the entrance to her pussy even wider. The pressure on her clit sends her into another searing orgasm. Oh! Oh! Chewie! Don't! Stop! Fucking! Me! Chewbacca pounds her pussy furiously. That a boy, Chewie. Driven only by his animal instinct to possess this alien woman whose pussy is gripping his cock tightly, milking the cum from his balls. At last, he drives into her for a final time, throws his head back, and bellows. His wookie cum erupts in violent, heavy spurts inside of her. The force of his eruption is so powerful that it would knock her forward. 
had he not been holding her tightly with his paws. He floods her cunt with a huge quantity of his cum until it backs up and oozes down over her clit, down her thighs, and down onto the bed. Leia screams as she pumps his alien sperm into her, her body wrenched by another exquisite climax. (laughs) Exquisite. Her mind reeling with the obscene thought that she had given herself so freely to this hairy, ape-like alien being with the monster cock. Finally, she falls forward with Chewie on top of her, his cock rapidly deflating now. Both of them are out of breath, panting. His cock slips out of her sperm-drenched pussy, and he moves down her body, presses his face between her legs, and laps at his greenish cum as it drools out of her. Leia says, Oh, Chewie, I think I'm in love. Ooh, what happens now? A little cliffhanger. We'll have to wait till episode five. There you go. That is your Sextastic Tuesday for April 1st, 2014. Brought to you, as always, by our amazing friends at adamandeve.com. You know the drill by now. You get 50% off just about any item. Three free adult DVDs and a mystery gift, all with free shipping. You're not going to have any sort of hidden charges in there. Just use coupon code FREAK, F-R-E-A-K, at checkout. Add something you like to your cart, use that coupon code, you'll save half. That's amazing, right? Use coupon code FREAK or coupon code DV. Uh, Guys, why don't you check out the Prolong Thong? It's a thong that makes your dick stay hard. It's got four and a half stars, so it really does work. If you don't mind wearing a thong, you'll finally be able to please your wife. You're not going to go soft in the middle of lovemaking. You're not going to prematurely ejaculate. Stop being an embarrassment in the bedroom. Everyone's laughing at you. Like I said, it's got four and a half stars overall, and the reviews are glowing with comments like, The opening for the scrotum is perfect. My wife goes crazy when I wear this, combined with a police uniform. If you're older, you might get Medicare to pay for this, because the last comment was, I had back surgery, and I had a few problems with erections, but this helped. Again, check out adamandeve.com. Use coupon code FREAKERDV. They've got stuff for guys and girls. They like to be all even Steven. You know, there are pumps for your clit. And guys, there's pumps for your dick. There's underwear and costume for girls and guys. Movies with pussies and dicks. Go to adamandeve.com. Again, use coupon code FREAKERDV at checkout. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre, twisted, up, fucked up news right now. <laughs> Sideshow, sign up right now, superfreaksideshow.com. It's very inexpensive. You get today's extended program plus two more exclusive shows just for paying members in addition to the entire archive of programs and so much more. I have a new video that I'm going to be posting later this week just for Sideshow members. I used to do this thing called DV Logs, which was a, uh, a compilation of crazy videos. They're like, you know, four to six minutes in length, typically. And I thought I'd bring that back. So if you guys are a big fan of the DV Logs, uh, you'll want to sign up because new one is coming later this week. All right. Three quick stories. Then we'll get the hell out of here. First up, a man has been left without genitals. How come so many of our news stories start this way? A man has been left without genitals and with three missing toes after... You know what? The three missing toes is probably not a big deal to this guy. Once you lose your genitals, that's really all you can focus on. All right. A man has been left without genitals and missing three toes after a witch doctor... (laughs) This is happening in Africa. You know it. Told him that losing his body parts would make him rich. So to him, this was an acceptable trade-off. Three toes and a dick for immense wealth. Now keep in mind, our idea of immense wealth is probably a lot different than an African's idea of immense wealth. Oh, I get an extra sack of rice this month! The gods have smiled down upon me. Ha 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 poor people. Chamamama Gugu Zulu, I don't know how to pronounce the name, Cham, Chaman, Chamagani Zulu, has been hospitalized in the Japata General Hospital in Zambia after he allowed the hyena to eat his manhood. Now, it's one thing, you know, if you have a doctor told you, you know, if we take off your dick, you're going to just be super wealthy. And let's assume that he's accurate, that this is real. Isn't there a better way to cut off a penis than have a hyena chew it off? 
Or is that part of the deal? Mr. Zulu said yesterday that he was promised by a witch doctor that by uh, sacrificing his body parts, he would become rich. I met some business people. A witch doctor is not a business person. I met some business people who told me the best way to become very rich was to sacrifice parts of my body. At around 4 a.m. on Monday last week, did you? when you were talking to these rich business people, did you notice if they had all their fingers and toes? Because if they did, they're li- they're fucking with you. At around 4 a.m. on Monday last week, the man went into the Zambian bush. Mr. Zulu said, I was instructed to be naked, and a hyena came to me and started eating my toes, and eventually my manhood was eaten. I wonder if he thought in his mind, like, wow, I'm going to be super rich. Not only is the hyena eating my toes, but as a bonus, he's taking my dick, too. Now, here's a dumb statement. Uh, Mr. Zulu said that the witch doctor did not make it clear that the body parts would be lost. What? I'm not getting them back eventually? Yeah, despite yeah, hyenas typically are greedy. Despite his horrific ordeal, Mr. Zulu admitted he was still hopeful of becoming rich. Even if I've lost some important parts of my body, I still want to get rich. The man has been living and working in Zambia for the past four months. Chapada Hospital described the man's condition as stable, and uh, not mentally, but you know, physically stable, and said that he had been brought to the hospital by police officers. In 2012, 50 miles from the same spot in the area where the man had his dick chewed off by a hyena, a man was attacked in the country after going out to the toilet in his garden. Isaac Mwati, 42, said that he saw a black animal which looked like a dog leaping. It's probably the devil. Look at the Look at a dog, demon, uh, leap at him before it mauled his leg. After the attack, villagers appealed to the Zambia Wildlife Authority to call the number of hyenas in the area. It's a real problem. I know how they feel because we've got these stink bugs here. I don't know how they're getting into the house, but they're gross. They're these little bugs, and uh, if you scare them, they squirt some sort of stinky juice. You got to take a paper towel and you got to grab it and you got to quickly throw it in the toilet before he squirts. It's the same thing as having your dick cut off by a hyena, right? All right. Second story we have for you today. As hot as it may be to fuck on the rim of a 50 foot well, you you really got to be careful. One powerful thrust of that dick inside you and you could be shoved off the edge. And I think that's pretty much what happened. Firefighters in a city in central Spain were called to rescue a half-naked 21-year-old woman on Friday who was suffering from shock and hypothermia after falling into a 15-meter-deep water wheel well shaft while having sex. Spanish Daily ABC reported that the woman had uh, been having sexual relations with the man when the cover on a water wheel well shaft became dislodged. They were really going at it hard. Good job, sir. She plunged 10 meters into the hole after he plunged into her hole (laughs) Uh, near Playa Park. That's where all the blacks go. (laughs) You'll play it? Yes, this was near Playa Park, a water park popular with local youths as a venue for romantic liaisons and a battalion outdoor drinking party. I don't know what that means. I probably mispronounced botillion. (laughs) I don't know what that is. Uh, It's believed that the couple had inadvertently loosened the boards covering the well while making love and had been too distracted to notice the impending peril. The young man did not, unfortunately, respond in a manner likely to inspire writers of romantic songs and novels. Instead, uh, instead of trying to rescue this unfortunate woman, he hitched up his trousers and fled the scene. It's the second time today this woman has been fucked. Uh, Emergency services later received an anonymous call, which they believe was made by him, but he did not return to the scene of the accident. When firefighters rescued the woman, she was found to be soaking wet and wearing no underwear. Or she was taken (laughs) at midnight to a hospital to be treated for symptoms of hypothermia before being discharged at 10 a.m. the following morning. Firefighters issued a public statement on Friday asking young people to stop fucking on wells. No. No, they asked young people in the area to take care while partying, as there are a number of covered water wheel shafts in the area similar to the one used for the hapless couple's doomed night. So uh, there you go. And finally, today, freaks, you know, you girls, you, you girls have to stop with the stupid hobbies, the cra- the arts and crafts and scrapbooking. It's enough. There's work to be done in the house. 
This is how domestic violence incidents start. You know, you know, a guy comes home, sees you messing around with your little cricket, scrapbooking and making party invitations for your little uh, three-year-old's birthday. And uh, meanwhile, there's dust on the fireplace mantle. The dishes haven't been done. Dinner's cold. All right, a woman is decorating dog shit. Yeah, this is the next evolution in arts and crafts. A woman is decorating dog shit with strawberries and cream in a bid to make pet owners clean up after their animals. Teresa Ritchie also carries Nutella in her handbag. Of course she does. To spread on dog shit on her way to work. What the fuck is that? Why does she... What's the Nutella for? Teresa... Teresa hopes her decorative technique will make lazy dog owners aware that someone is watching them. This is over there in the UK, by the way. Teresa, a member of Pick Up Peterhead, said, People in Peterhead... Oh, I guess it's a town. I thought that was like a derogatory statement towards people. Like, yo, pick up your dog shit, Peterhead. Peckerhead, you know? All right. Yes, Peterhead is a town. People in Peterhead are regularly stepping on dog mess on the pavements. I wanted to highlight the problem in an amusing way. This shows people are watching dog owners who can't be bothered to clean up after their pets. The food idea has showed that dog poo wasn't being cleaned up in the council. It sometimes lies on the streets for around eight weeks. Well, now you're going to get ants and all sorts of insects and animals eating the, the strawberry and cream and shit. There's got to be a better way. I'd like to design something that you just stick into the ground. Like, it's a, little, it's a tiny little thin pole with a flag on it that says, Hey, there was dog shit here, and I cleaned it up. Take care of your damn dogs, you peterheads. All right, that, my friends, is your distorted news for Tuesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right, don't now don't try to trick me with some April Fool shenanigans. Chicken, Timmy Boo, loyal Sideshow member, Dr. Barry Batas, the freelance pediatric gynecologist. And um, I heard you lamenting about how you don't have the time or manpower to read through all of the massive, massive emails that people send you. Well, it's not just that, but I get—I mean, in addition to all the show stuff, I get—I get—I just get a lot of email, a lot of spam. Not all of it is caught. <laughs> I don't know what my problem is. Um, Lazy. I would be willing to volunteer to weed through your email box and. Oh fuck! No, you're not—you're not looking in my email. The, Pick out all the great audio for the show, and uh, I don't get a lot of submissions from audio. You guys just rely on me too much. <laughs> you got, you got, if you run across some funny audio, send it along to me. Uh, you know, you know pick, I mean, it's, I get some of it, and then I forget pick about out it. Anyone who actually needs your help and get rid of all the rest of the bullshit that you get, um, if that's something you'd be interested in. Mm. I know it's risky giving out your email password to somebody. Yeah, I don't like that idea at all. But um, this is a serious offer, and if it is... Oh, it's a serious offer from a man who calls himself the pediatric gynecologist. Okay. Hey, Tim, this is Spanky McFanny. My birthday is on April 1st, and being a two-year sideshow listener, I demand that you sing me a happy birthday song. Please? Well, actually, believe it or not, I found a new happy birthday song. Unfortunately, some of it is not in English. It's the karaoke version, so I'm going to have to sort of ad-lib here. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I'm sorry. It's not even written in English characters. Like, I, I have no idea how to sing that song. I do know how to sing this song. That's when my three-second rule comes into play. You can only look for three seconds, then look away. It's called my three-second rule. Like the kind of rule they had in school. All right, happy birthday. The only reason I continue to play Three Second Rule is because every time I do, I get emails from people saying, Stop playing! I get, get stuck in my head! I can't get that damn song out! Uh, it just drives you people crazy. Hold on, Daddy! Hi, Daddy! You wanna fuck me in my little 
gonna touch my therapist I'm gonna let you touch it All of these kids You know what I mean That's my twin sister Alright Alright, thank you very much This is insanity <laughs> Oh, was that Taj checking in? I think I'm gonna make him my permanent Uh fill-in host whenever I get sick or something. Hey, Timmy Boo. I was just yeah. calling to tell you that you bring me so much joy oh. and that your podcast is the only one that I actually pay to listen to. In fact, it's the only podcast that I listen to at all right now. Wow, thank you so much. So, just wanted to call. You know, the show has been around for so long now. I get people who started listening at the very beginning and then maybe a year or two into it stop listening. And then they, re- they they find the show again, and they're like, I can't believe we're still doing this. Or I'll just get, like, messages from people like, oh, hey, I stopped listening around 2007. I just, I, I you know, found your profile on Facebook. I'm like, oh, thanks, asshole. I don't want to hear that you stopped listening to the show. I'm like, hey, come back. Take a listen again. You know, the show's a little different than it was back in 2005. I'm much better. And much fatter. Can you hear it in my voice? All right, that is all the time we have on. Oh, is it? I, I don't think he's done praising me. Hold on. These are the only uh, voicemails that I play all the way through, of course. In fact, it's the only podcast that I listen to at all right now. So, just wanted to call and give you some positive reinforcement and tell <laughs> you that I love you. All right. Well, that is all. Thank you very much for the kind words. That, I, I'm not used to that. That is all the time we have on this edition of the show. I want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail on 4 206 666 2463. That's 206 Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Spread the distortion. Tell your friends about the podcast. Don't forget to rate us and review us on iTunes. Uh, stick around for extended content. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Thursday to end the week. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. <laughs> wonderful thing about me I'm warm and sensitive this has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group learn more at scrod.net